0: Hi, this is Scott Galloway, NYU professor, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and the host of the Prop G Markets podcast. For nearly two years, Prop G Markets has brought listeners unfiltered analysis on high-flying stocks, burgeoning sectors, stupid acquisitions, and master of the universe CEOs. Starting May 20th, Prop G Markets is launching a new feed with two episodes per week. What a thrill! The good news? I know how to get your rich. The answer... It's on Prop G Markets. Don't miss out. Listen and subscribe to Prop G Markets wherever you get your
1: podcasts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Warning. This podcast may contain graphic audio pertaining to an injury sustained in a mixed martial arts bout. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, he's in a full crucifix. Wow. America oh. oh. Wow. Broke. Oh, oh, my God. Right in front of my eyes. Ow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Technical submission. Arm is snapped. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, my God. Kyle Baval, devastating I submission skills. This place right in front of me. is... He his shoulder out. This oh, place my God. Is, I think every single person oh, in this arena is... Out. That just made me
2: shiver.
0: Whoa, I haven't seen that happen live that before. Was that was
1: one of the nastiest things I've seen. That snap you may have heard came from the arm of Wayne Downer in his MMA debut against fellow debuting fighter, 18-year-old Kyle Pavau. In the fight, Pavau had an Americana locked in, and Downer tried to stand and power out of it. He wasn't physically able to tap out, and that sound echoed through Plymouth Memorial Hall in Massachusetts at Cage Titans 55. On this podcast... We'll look back on the moment with both fighters, Kyle Pavao and Wayne Donner, along with Cage Titans president Mike Pulver, as we discuss the now viral submission from all different angles. From the thrill, yet bittersweet taste of victory, to the agony and painful ending in defeat. In addition, for the first time since the fight, Pavau and Downer will speak to one another, fighter to fighter, man to man, to discuss what happened in the cage, the aftermath, and the effect it's had on both of them. I'm Mike Heck from MMAfighting.com, and this is Inside the Highlight. Cage Titans is a New England regional promotion that has had fighters such as Rob Font, Randy Costa, Jay Perrin, and others come through on the road to the UFC. While well, it's every promotion's goal to have a hold on the region, it's another to have a highlight from one of your fight cards cross into the mainstream. On August 27th at Plymouth Memorial Hall in Massachusetts, Cage Titans 55 took place in front of a capacity crowd. In an amateur lightweight bout between MMA debutants Kyle Pavao and Wayne Downer, that moment happened, but it was a moment that nobody hopes to go viral for. In that clip that had the entire MMA world talking, Pavao, who just graduated from high school a little over a month prior, locked in an Americana on Downer in a crucifix position. Downer was physically unable to tap and tried to leverage out of the hold. It didn't work and his arm snapped. The moment Pavao had been envisioning for years of earning a victory in the cage had come, but it took an unfortunate backseat to a nasty injury to his opponent. I've
2: been dreaming about that first win in the cage for a very long time, before I even started training. Like back when I was wrestling in high school, you know, I was, this was the end goal. And obviously I didn't want the fight to end like that. And also I wanted to kind of elaborate on the finish a little bit, explain it for people, because I intended to finish that Americana on the mat. I didn't want to stand up with him. If you watch the video, he actually wall walked up the cage. get to his knees as i had that americana so i was bending his arm this way and he was standing up this way it's like if two cars were running at each other i mean the force was doubled i on my grad post somebody said god won't forgive me there was two two comments like that god will never forgive me on my graduation post people are nuts man
1: on the other side all things considered downer's in a pretty good place mentally and told us at MMA Fighting about the weight of being on the opposite end of such a memorable fight ending.
0: Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, you know, obviously, um, I, I'm in a little bit of pain. Um, I have a cast. I'm a little swollen. But um, other than that, I'm pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm in uh, high spirits. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. Um, kind of like a blur right now. So, yeah, I didn't know how bad it was, honestly, to break into, um, you know, until I heard, a, a, you know, like, an hour after that people passed out in the front of, uh, you know, the crowd, I didn't know how bad it was, honestly. Um, you, y- you, know, uh, at that point I knew I was not going to be able to get out and my pony was very strong. Um, there was no possible way I could have tapped out. So I, you know, it was just like a freak thing that happened, I think. So, um, yeah, I didn't really know the exact time it happened. It just all happened so quick. So, uh, so quickly yeah i was hoping to go viral doing s- something cool you know i come from a taekwondo you know uh so i have a black button taekwondo so i was hoping to go viral doing like a cool kick or something like that i wasn't hoping to go viral with
1: that cage titans owner and president michael pulver was in his back office as it all happened preparing social media graphics for the event's upcoming championship bouts pulver heard the crowd react and entered the arena floor and was told that a fighter may have suffered a broken arm, and not just your typical arm break, but one that will be etched in the minds of anyone who watches it. Pulver got into the cage following the bout, where Pava was celebrating his win, until he realized the severity of the scene, where he responded to the moment, and has since watched the reactions to the finish from all angles.
3: Kyle's a young man, 18 years old. You know, he's been dreaming about this day for years to get that first victory, and you know, that I'm sure maybe at the moment he didn't realize how severe the injury was. This guy's just celebrating a win that he's been dreaming about for years. And, um, you, you know, and he, and he, he kind of got a lot of slack for it a little bit. And like you just mentioned, and it's just like, you know, I, I just want the fans to realize or, or people from the outside looking in that, you know, Kyle never meant to really, you know, no one ever wants to do that to an opponent. And I also want to make sure that what Kyle said earlier it, it, it was echoed by the uh, Wayne Downer's team. There was some talk from the athletic commission and and you might've seen me inside the cage when everything was going down, they were like talking that Kyle did it purposefully and they wanted to suspend him and all this. And it was actually Wayne Downer's team that ran over and was like, listen, our guy was standing up the power out of the submission, which is what broke his arm. You know, it, it, it wasn't anything Kyle did. Um, or too aggressively or really try to hurt him he was like listen that kid deserves all the credit kyle did what he was supposed to do it was just a perfect storm of our guy trying to stand up which actually applied more torque than would have happened if he just stayed down and tapped." so um i want to make sure that you know people understand that because i hate i hate to see a moment for kyle get taken away
1: donna was taken to a local medical facility following the fight but he wasn't the only person after the gruesome finish
3: he's from Connecticut. So he had no family there. Uh, So, you know, imagine this, this poor guy in his first fight, he's getting taken out in an ambulance, Uh, but I talked to him throughout the night. We got one of the coaches uh, over there. His family drove up from Connecticut to get him. Yeah. Broken humor. So uh, the upper upper part of your arm, which is, is pretty gnarly. You hear about people, uh, you know, we, we hear about people breaking a forearm or, you know, the smaller bones in your your lower arm, but the, the humorous is a pretty, pretty gnarly break. And um, but I got I got to give credit where credit's due. The emergency staff on hand, both ringside physicians were amazing. Um, you know, our our medical paramedics and ambulance company was great. Plymouth Fire, Plymouth PD, um, they all responded. They were all there getting these guys out, and getting them there safely. But it was it was definitely a, a crazy scene, a frightening scene.
1: With both ambulances transporting people to the hospital, the next fight was delayed 20 minutes until one could return to the venue. When Downer arrived to the hospital, one of the first questions he asked the doctors, even before receiving an official diagnosis of the injury, was when could he return to the gym to train? Of course, the looks he received were ones of confusion. They were probably thinking, this guy just broke his arm and all he wants to know is when he can get back to training?
0: I want to get back as soon as possible, but I got to be smart, um, you know, because I did break an arm. So I got to take my time and uh, just heal. So, uh, yeah, just go through the recovery. Hopefully I get a, su- a surgery pretty soon, and
1: uh, I'll go from there. In Pavao's eyes, it was the first of, hopefully, many more wins on his resume. But it's also come at a price with his emotions and some of the negative feedback he's received from fans. Pavao was a high school wrestler that transitioned into grappling, and now MMA. But if there's a silver lining in the situation, if Pavau is going to reach the heights he plans on reaching in a crazy sport like mixed martial arts, he is now learning some of those hard lessons early on that fighters aren't necessarily taught inside the gym walls.
2: It is bittersweet because obviously I got my win, but that's not how you want to get your first one, especially with like somebody else making his first amateur debut.
1: Is it kind of a blessing in a way? Like, not the injury itself, but just no one gets to learn these lessons their first amateur fight, and you're learning them right now.
2: That's the sweet part, honestly, because this is what I want to do for a living. like, And I want to make a career out of it. And obviously, all the publicity is going to help that a lot. But it's also kind of like one of my most controversial moments is everywhere. I knew I broke it, obviously, because it gave. But the snap didn't sound that crazy to me. Until I had rewatched the video after, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, it took a while to process because exactly like you said, it was my first fight. Adrenaline was pumping. You know, I was excited for my first victory. I've been waiting for that for a long time. I put my mouthpiece in the air, make that circle around the cage, and then I come back and I see him face down on the mat, and my heart just sank. Honestly, I don't want to see anybody like that, especially of my doing. And, and it took a while to get that like that thought out of my head. Like that picture of him face down on the mat did not leave my mind until it still really hasn't
1: honestly for the first time since the fight took place Pavau and downer were able to speak with one another pavao did attempt to reach out to his opponent via social media after the fight but completely understood why there was no response so with everybody all together i gave Pavau the floor to begin the dialogue before downer got a chance to respond and get some things off of his chest
2: yeah, man. I, I just wanted to make sure you were doing okay. Make sure you're making a full recovery. I definitely, you know, with everything going on in the media right now, I definitely didn't expect that clip to go viral. I just wanted to make sure you were doing okay. I, I didn't want any bad blood to be there. You know, I, 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 I celebrated after the victory, but I didn't realize how bad it was. So I just yeah. wanted to see how you were doing, man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Look, there's no black blood, because uh, obviously I signed on to fight for MMA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I understand injuries are going to happen. I- I'm not going to lie, though. I did feel some type of way when um I was in agonizing pain. Like, I understand you are an excellent grappler, and I'm all for c- celebrating. Obviously, if you win your debut, you know, you want to celebrate. But, um, you know, I came from a take one, though, type of ba- background. So when I competed, we were hitting each other with spin hook kicks and knocking people out. We'll get hype for a sec, but at some point we squared up and we took a knee and waited till our opponent got up. So I would say like a few minutes of me being on the ground, I'm seeing out of the corner of my eye, you standing up and, you know, you're still celebrating, talking to the crowd. In a way, I was kind of infuriated. I'm like, shit, I'm in agonizing pain. And uh, this dude's still like he's celebrating part of me, you know, because I'm an anime dude. Um, I, I felt like being like a, like a Rock Lee and just stand up with one arm uh, and be like, let's go. But, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, um, just out of respect for my, uh, you know, my coaches, um, I just I had to take the L. I said, you know what, uh, I'm just going to uh, wait. Uh, yeah, because at the time my adrenaline was pumping. But at that that point, I just said, you know, I'm just going to chill. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not mad or anything. It's just uh, the celebration I thought was over the top. But I understand uh, it's your first time. It was my first time. So I'm, I, I have no bad blood or anything. So it's all good.
2: Yeah, man, I, d- I definitely get that. You know, I, I feel like we felt the same in the sense where our adrenaline was pumping. You know, I didn't really understand the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. We had talked about it be- before, you, uh, before you got on, but I didn't even hear the snap nearly as loud as the rest of the crowd heard it. You know, yeah. obviously I knew it broke because it went limp and then I let it go. But, you know, my adrenaline was pumping, man. I I got my first win. I I had been waiting for that moment for a very long time, and I, I, I definitely got a little carried away. But, you know, now that the dust has settled, I, I, and I feel like we're both seeing things more clearly,
1: Pulver, a former fighter in his own right, has learned many lessons himself over the many years he's spent as Cage Titans promoter. But he's never seen a moment in his organization that has garnered so much mainstream media attention. On top of witnessing the emotional toll such a moment has on not just the man who was defeated in the cage, but the victor as well.
3: You know, you don't want either one of these guys to go through it. Wayne's obviously going through so much stuff on his end, and... You know, then you have you hear Kyle talking about this stuff and it's just like, wow, man, like, you know, he, he quickly became the enemy. And it's like, man, he's going through his own shit with this, too. Um, you know, and, 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 I'm, and you, you're right, Mike, though, like it is bittersweet because he's learning these lessons now. Like, don't listen to the haters and things like that. But as much as he might not listen to those comments and stuff, these are real emotions that he's dealing with. As an 18 year old
1: guy. Now that the video has been seen by so many people, Polvere is hoping that the buzz that the moment generated can accomplish two things. Second on the list is that MMA fans around the world will recognize what the promotion has done for the New England MMA regional scene for the last decade. But most importantly, Polvere hopes that the situation can lead to fans helping out a warrior in need. If something goes viral, whether it be good or bad, let it happen for a greater purpose.
3: Dr. Warner has been in contact with Wayne. I've been in contact with Dr. Warner. He's the head of the medical advisory board here in Massachusetts. And uh, we're looking, or he's working, I should say, on trying to find some potential surgeons to help Wayne out. In addition, there's a boxer fund that every promotion pays into uh, with a percentage of all the sales from every show. So every show that that has to pay a percentage to this, and this is for uh, fighters that are in need. We're going to look to help Wayne access that to help with some of his recovery. Uh, as well as set up a GoFundMe to help raise, you know, for the aid and recovery. So we're we're doing some things along those lines. You know, we do have insurance on our fighters, but you know, uh, something of this magnitude is is just, you know, well beyond what anybody envisioned and imagined. And then, uh, you know, to be out as long as he's going to be out and out of work and things of that nature. You know, life still goes on; those bills still pile up. So we're we're going to be we're going to use our platforms to help him, you know, gain what he can. Um, in, in terms of, of help funding some of this aid and recovery. Um, and we had, you know, that's, that's my only ask, you know, uh, as, as this goes viral, Wayne does not want to see that video go viral for, for, for many reasons, I'm sure. But if it's going to go, it's out there, you know, let's do our part as the media to help raise some funds to help this kid and, uh, you know, help him aid in his recovery. So uh, anything we can do would be helpful. And I know we have a great MMA community.
1: While Downer was on the wrong side of a devastating moment in the MMA world, he has been able to find a shining light in an unfortunate situation. The overwhelming support he's received from family, friends, teammates, coaches, cage Titans, and even fans in and out of New England. Before he wrapped up the conversation, Downer also left Paval with one last request.
0: Man, the love that he showed me over the last couple of days, I just started crying. You know, it's been a while since I had that. And, um... And Kyle, um, I want you to know there's no hard, hard you know, there's no ill will or anything. Um, I, yeah, congratulations on the fight, man. You were the better grappler. I got to get my skills up on the ground. So, um, congratulations to you. I have no ill will. You're, um, you're, you're, you're 18, right? Am I sure? Yep. 18, 19. Yeah. So, Hey man, yeah. Keep, keep, keep pushing. Hopefully, ho- hopefully in the future, the two of us can run it back. Um, yeah, I I got to make sure I heal and get, and get everything back, but i will love the, to run it back. Um, I got into this sport because I want to fight the best and you're an awesome grappler. I promise if we you know if, if we ever go at it again, you know, I'm gonna be a completely other type of grappler. So yeah, I can't wait, man. It was fun. Uh, hopefully two of us can run it back, man.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, this story goes to show you that MMA is just a different sport. One where you can get showered with praise and support and defeat, but also one that can be met with negativity and just outright jeers and victory. It's my hope that Wayne Downer can fully recover from this horrific injury and that us as an MMA community can assist in that effort. If you would like to donate in support of Wayne Downer in his recovery efforts, you can find the GoFundMe link in the description of this podcast on MMAfighting.com or you can go to GoFundMe.com waynedowner Wayne Downer. That's GoFundMe.com slash Wayne Downer. It's also my hope that Kyle Pavao can continue on his MMA journey without taking any back steps due to the backlash of the submission. It's a fight. As we all know, anything can happen. And while this is unfortunate, Pavau is not to blame and I'm excited to see what he can do moving forward. I want to thank both fighters for hopping on and talking about this, especially just days after it happened. And I want to thank Cage Titans president and owner Michael Pulver for assisting and getting everybody together. And thank you, everybody, very much for listening to the inaugural edition of Inside the Highlight on the MMA Fighting Podcasting Network. I am Mike Hack.
3: I'll tell you honestly, the funny part was is that he was mostly concerned about his car. He asked me so many times throughout (laughs) the course of the night, he's like, is my car all right there? can you like let somebody know it's gonna be overnight i'm like yeah dude it, it, it's it's quite all right and uh all day sunday he's like we are getting the car soon i'm like you're fine you're fine
1: did you get your car back yep yeah i got my car back yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, i was
0: just work yeah because um i lived in los angeles for two years and i know how parking enforcement is so i'm kind of <laughs> gun shy on trying to keep my car out in uh you know in just any old places so but yeah i got my car back everything was fine
1: Fox Media Podcast Network.